This is the Employment Law Show. All right, I told you. I didn't lie. I said we'd be back tonight at 6.30, and there you go. Lickety-split. We're here. Skulls and Lior Samfiru from employmentlawyer.ca. Reach out to Lior anytime, by the way, you can on your own time. Uh, maybe it's a matter you uh, want to lengthier conversation or don't necessarily want to talk about it at this moment on air. That's fine, man. one 821 Help at employmentlawyer.ca. That, the phone calls, and uh, we're getting into our main topic here in just a bit. That is, uh, you can't be let go from your job if. Usually it's like they can let you go whenever they want as long as they have severance. Well, there's certain there's certain places, exemptions from that, we'll call them where you can't be let go. So listen for those. They're really important. But we always start off with the case of the day. Pal, what do you got cooking? Hi, John. Employment law is what I do, and it's what I did today, and it's what I want to continue doing <laughs> yeah. over the next 30 minutes to answer these questions that are uh, so important to get resolved. These are big things. These are important issues. Our jobs are important. Our work life is important. So that's why you need to know what your rights are. You need to know what to do if you're facing a workplace problem and understand how the good laws that we have help you. Uh, on the show, we cover that. So whatever your legal issue is, I promise you I've seen it before. I promise you there's an answer. And I promise you it's probably not as bad as you think because we have good laws. So if your boss did something and you think, oh my gosh, this is really bad, let me know. Call us right now. I'll tell you what it really means and what you can do about it. And uh, you're always going to be able to connect with me, of course, beyond this show at the office, phone and email. I will give that to you again throughout the show. But let me tell you about a situation that came across my desk. I spoke with a, a lady who had worked for a chiropractor as, uh, as the receptionist uh, person there for about 15 years, long time. Over the past year or so, even year and a half, uh, the, the chiropractor, the owner had been talking about maybe retiring, was kind of on the fence back and forth as to whether he should retire. Finally, she was told a couple of weeks ago that he decided to retire at the end of this year. Uh, and he told her that, of course, you know, as much as he likes her because he's retiring, there's not going to be any more work for her. So she's a regular listener of our show. Well, she asked him, well, what about my severance? He goes and he prints off something from the Ministry of Labor and he yeah. shows her where the, that the document says because he's a small employer, there's really only one employee that he had. He doesn't have to pay severance. She knows better, but just to check, she calls me and she asks me, am I actually owed severance? So let's be very, very clear here. Yes, of course, absolutely she is owed severance. Not even a question. The size of the company, the size of the company's payroll, the number of employees is not going to matter. Now, what, would, what about the this document from the Ministry of Labor? That only applies to someone's entitlements under statute, their minimum entitlements. It has nothing at all to do with your full entitlements under our common law. So because of that... The, that document does not reflect what she's owed, and she is owed full severance. For her, I assessed her as being owed right around 12 to 13 months of, of severance, wow. so over a year's pay. But, John, this is a huge misconception that employees have and certainly employers have, that somehow just because you're working for a small company, a small employer, that severance is not owed. That is not true. That is incorrect. You are absolutely owed the same severance as someone that works at a huge company. So keep that in mind. So I'm going to help her get this resolved. She has a good boss. He does not mean to hurt her. He simply mm -hmm. doesn't have knowledge of what the law is. So we're going to deal with that. We're going to get her that severance. But there's an important lesson there for you. First of all, you can't take your employer's word for it. Second, Ministry of Labor can't help you when it comes to losing your job. And third, as I said, size of the company does not matter. 
when it comes to your severance. Nancy, right out of the gate early. We love it. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. What's on your mind? I'm wondering if an employer can change the terms of your contract by decreasing RSP contributions or future RSP contributions. So the maybe decreasing the amount that they pay into it or how much they match? Yes. So they will decrease how much they pay into it, and I will be obligated to increase my contribution so that the total amount doesn't change, but what... I contribute changes goes higher and right. what they contribute will lower. Right. So this is the type of change that does not rise to the level of constructive dismissal because even though of course it's it's not a good thing and it's going to cost you money it's not so significant that it rises to the level of constructive dismissal. That said, what you could do which usually is not a great option is you could take legal action for breach of contract. So, you know, mm-hmm. you're required to to pay X and you're not. That's a breach of contract. It clearly is. As a practical matter, you're not going to want to probably do that while you're working for the company. But you mm-hmm. have that option. But in terms of, you know, if they had reduced your pay, for example, it said instead of paying you 60, they were paying you 40 as an example. Mm-hmm. That would be a constructive dismissal. You can mm-hmm. leave and get severance. In your situation, unfortunately, Nancy, that's not an option. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Thank you. Thank you, Nancy. Appreciate the uh, the phone call early on. We'll take our one single break right now. We'll come back with that topic, the aforementioned topic, as I mentioned. But that means you can always interrupt us. We'd love to have you do that. Lots more of the Employment Law Show is just ahead. Stick around. You got that right. 641 on your Wednesday. Good to have you along for the ride. Appreciate you, Nancy, calling in. And you have time to call us as well now and ask your uh, questions. Leo, always ready to answer them for the remainder of this show and beyond, of course. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. The website pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. You should be familiar with that by now because you've used the severance calculator. It's rolled into that. And then to reach Lior at the office and beyond with his team, 1-855-821-5900. Okay, so we often say all the time, we say, Lior, generally an employer can let you go whenever for whatever reason they want as long as severance is paid and there's not a bunch of other things like obviously human rights stuff. But there are situations, um, there are some exceptions to that, aren't there? Yeah, so the general rule, and I know a lot of people get frustrated with this, but the general rule is your employer can let you go at any time and for most reasons as long as they pay you severance. So oftentimes I get calls from people saying, well, my my company lied. They said they're restructuring, but they're not. Or they said that they're cutting costs, but they hired someone to replace me, so they're lying. Well, And and they're right, the company is lying. But from Mm -hmm. a legal standpoint, they could do that as long as severance is paid. That's the general rule. But... There are situations, which is what we want to talk about for the remainder of the show, where despite paying severance, letting you go in those situations would be illegal and very costly for the company. So that's the focus now. And I kind of let into one off the top, and that is you cannot be let go, cannot be let go for discriminatory reasons. And that's the first and biggest one. You yep. cannot be let go because the reason is discriminatory, not not for discrimination. Now, Oftentimes, people think that discrimination means that you're treated differently than someone else. That's not necessarily discrimination. Discrimination for legal purposes is if you're treated differently because of a prohibited ground. For example, because of your race or ethnicity or your age, your disability. That's a human rights violation. You cannot be let go for those prohibited reasons. So, for example, you cannot be let go because the company thinks you're too old. 
even if there's seven reasons why they're letting you go and your age is just one of them, can't do that. That's illegal. It's a human rights violation. And you can't be let go because of your ethnicity, uh, because you have a disability that needs accommodation. All of those are human rights violations. It's considered discrimination. It's 100% illegal. Even if the company says, you know, but I'm going to pay you severance, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. That termination is illegal. Uh, not only uh, do they have to pay uh, uh, damages and uh, human rights damages, could potentially be ordered to reinstate you if they violated your human rights. It's illegal. But again, if you're let go, uh, you know, if there's five people that all made a mistake, uh, and you're the only one that was let go, that's not discrimination necessarily. If you get severance, uh, that just may mean you're working for a company that's not very smart, but it wouldn't be discrimination unless it's based on a prohibited ground. Again, if you want to chime in any time, if this has happened to you or some of this sounds familiar, or any other reason for that matter, of course, 416-870-6400. You cannot be let go, Lior, for trying to enforce your rights in the workplace, which some people are kind of a little gun-shy about doing, but they shouldn't be, right? Right. And and the whole point of having rights, you know, is to have the ability to enforce those rights and pursue those rights. Because you imagine if what's the point of having rights if you can get punished for enforcing them? No one's going to want to do that. So the law thought of, thought of that and the law makes it very clear that it's illegal to let you go if, if you're trying to enforce your workplace rights. We call that a reprisal. So if you think you're owed overtime and you're asking questions, you're demanding you get paid, you cannot be punished you cannot be let go because of that if you think that you're owed vacation pay or maybe you're asking your employer to deal with the fact that you've been harassed and bullied you always should know that your employer can do nothing to you no penalty no discipline not being let go they can't do that you should always feel strong and empowered to pursue your rights to ask questions about your rights to demand that your rights be enforced and complied with whether you do it on your own or you do it with me, it doesn't matter. You cannot be punished because of that. The law takes that very, very seriously. There could be significant repercussions for an employer that does that. Okay, so uh, with that in mind, always uh, feel free to pursue your rights. And if you have questions about those rights, you just give me a call. How about if it's a case? Well, I'll use your harassment example. Um, if if you you know that that's a right you want to enforce, and you go to your boss saying, "I think this is happening." They do a full investigation. Turns out you were wrong, and then they try to they try to slap your knuckles for it. How about that? Yeah, and, and that's the fear that people have. Well, if right. I, if I tell my employer that I'm owed something or they should do something, and they they determine that I'm not, at that point they can get upset at me and punish me. No, that that cannot happen. Let's. You mentioned harassment, but mm-hmm. even in a more simpler situation, let's say you say to your employer, you owe me overtime, and it turns out they actually don't because they calculated it properly. doesn't matter. You still cannot be punished in any way. Just because you've asked for your rights, you're protected, regardless of what the result is ultimately. So yes, even if your employer determines that there wasn't harassment or that they don't owe you anything, they can't penalize you in any way for asking, for demanding, for for having them look into it. So always, again, as I said, feel empowered to pursue your rights. What we're talking about is time. So even with severances offered, you cannot be let go for these reasons. We'll get to a phone call here momentarily as we get that lined up. But this one is actually one we still have to bring up, surprisingly, really. (laughs) You cannot be let go for any reason related to pregnancy or a parental leave. Come on. Well, I will uh, be the first to let you know, Johnny, when uh, (laughs) it's no longer necessary that we raise this. But until I stop getting calls, uh, or until that happens, I'm going to continue raising this because it happens. So... 
you cannot be let go for any reason. So I'm going to be very broad here. Any reason to do with, with pregnancy, taking a leave as a parent, whether a father or a mother, or coming back from a leave. Cannot. Anything that, that's even remotely uh, related to this would be illegal. Be a human rights violation, an employment standards violation. It could be a wrongful dismissal. You name it, illegal. So what happens if you're you're pregnant or you're about to take a leave or coming back from a leave is your employer has to meet its obligations. Let you take the leave. Uh, keep your job for you. Take you back to the same job and the same pay when you're ready to come back to work. Uh, don't make your life harder uh, in the meantime. It's very, very simple. And it's shockingly, as you say, still today, I, I see employers that don't do this. Mostly this comes up when the employee wants to come back at the end of the parental leave and the employer says, no, no, I just don't have a job for you. Can't do that unless it's something extreme where, you know, that the whole department shut down. You have to bring the employee back to work, work to their job. So remember that if you're let go when you're coming back from a leave or for any reason related to pregnancy, parental leave, call me right away. Next one here. And, and again, this is a, this one's a bit of a head scratcher based on the last three years on the planet. But you cannot be let go because you were sick and cannot work. <laughs> No, you cannot. And and usually that happens when someone is about to take a medical leave, a disability leave, and the company says, well, you know what, I, I, I need someone here, so this is just not going to work if you're going to be taking off time, so we're going to have to say goodbye to you. Mm-hmm. Can't happen. You cannot be let go because you're sick, because uh, you were sick, uh, because you need time off work, or because you need accommodation. Sometimes you may continue working, but you just need some help and support from your employer. Well, they need to do that. They have to do that, in fact. And if their response is, we're going to let you go because that's just going to be less of a headache, guess what? Again, human rights violation, illegal. The law really takes these things very, very seriously. So your employer has to allow you to take whatever time off work your doctor says you need to allow you to come back to work, to accommodate you. It's very straightforward, frankly. If they don't do that, I've said it before, you know what to do. You call me. We're talking about times you cannot be let go. Another one is this. You cannot be let go if you have a drug or alcohol problem. You bet you that's a disability, right? It is, and that's the thing. And the key word here is you have a drug or alcohol problem. What that means is it's not just that, you know what, you were irresponsible uh, during lunch and you drank too much. Well, for that, guess what? You absolutely can be disciplined uh, in and your employer obviously should expect that you're you're you know going to come to work and be responsible. But if you have a drinking problem or a drug problem, uh, an addiction that is considered a disability. So what I said before, well, you can't be let go because you're sick. Well, if you have a disability, if you have an addiction, you're sick. Yeah. So your employer cannot let you go because of it. Now, where it gets interesting is the employer may not know that. The employer may think you just drank too much uh, today and and you're not responsible. So if you know you have have a drinking issue and it's starting to impact your job, you may actually want to be honest with your employer and let them know uh, or, or be proactive and take some time off work. But at the end of the day, if, if something happened in the workplace and you told your employer, listen, I'm struggling with this addiction, your employer cannot let you go. That doesn't mean they, they have to allow you to continue working. You need to perhaps to be off work until you're able to, to work, but you cannot be fired. And you need to have that doctor's note and the, and the supporting stuff behind you for sure that it's ironclad, yeah? Anytime you can get a doctor's note when you're sick, mm-hmm. even if it's a, a, a an addiction, 
you're going to be so much better for it. It, it just helps uh, enforce and, and cement those rights of yours. You know, it's funny. We're talking about, by the way, uh, times you cannot be let go even if severance is offered. This one does pop up in the news every so often. That is, you can't be let go for trying to unionize. That still happens. Yes, and, and you know, we have very strong, very strong, some people may say too strong, uh, laws protecting employees that want to be unionized. And, you know, those laws can be complicated. I'm not going to get into them in, in very much detail here, other than to say that some employers may be unhappy to become unionized. They may, they be, they may be unhappy with employees that are making efforts to unionize. Well, even though they, they're unhappy, the law is unbelievably clear here that you cannot be let go because you support the union, because you're trying to bring in a union, because you voted for the union. Uh, you cannot be let go. You cannot be punished. You cannot be yeah. disciplined. That's a very, very big deal. And an employer that does that, by the way, you'll find this interesting, John. If an employer fires an employee because of their support for the union and that can be proven, the result could be that the union automatically comes in. No way. So, uh, so the the employer that was trying to avoid being unionized by firing someone, the result could be that they become unionized. So, bottom line, if you're supporting a union and uh, you're let go or punished because of that, speak to that union perhaps because what that employer is doing is illegal. Let's get to one more of these, uh, Leo. Before we move on to some emails that have popped in, it says uh, you cannot be let go because the company is trying to avoid paying money it owes you. This is what you talked about off the top. Yeah, it's uh, if, if you're owed some money, and oftentimes, John, what I see this is maybe there's a big commission check or a big bonus check owing to you, and the company says, "Man, you know, I I I didn't think that uh, Bob is going to do so well. I'm going to have to pay him this big commission check. Uh, how do I avoid that? Well, maybe I'll just let him go, and before I actually have to write the check, and I can just save a bunch of money. Guess what? That's illegal. Yeah. You cannot be let go." because the company wants to avoid paying you money. Uh, that's not right. That's bad faith conduct. And beyond just the usual severance, which of course an employer is going to have to pay, there are likely going to be other damages that the company has to pay for, for doing that, for acting in bad faith. If the company wants to let you go, pay you what they owe you and your commissions, your bonus, and then pay you your severance and let you go. That's fine. But they're not going to be able to be clever by choosing a convenient termination date. So if you think that's what's happened, they let you go and you're like, wait a second, there was a bunch of money owing to me. They're not paying it. Guess what? We'll get them to pay it and then some. So call me if that ever happens to you. All right, pal. Let's get on a couple emails here. Jordan's up first. Says, guys, love the show. How about this? My boss keeps threatening me that I'm going to be fired. I also have emails from him saying that I'm on the chopping block. This stresses me out beyond belief. What can I do? Well, would it not uh, stress you out, John, if that happened to you? <laughs> And okay, well, you're on the choppy block, by the way. You're getting fired. Thanks. Well, but, but imagine going to work kind of knowing that, that today may be the last day. They already told yeah. me. that, And, and it, it's not a way to work. And that's a form, by the way, of bullying. It's a, uh, it's a right. form of harassment. Right. If the company wants you to, wants to let you go, they can let you go. Call you into a meeting professionally, shake your hand, and say, we're going to let you go. Okay, they can do that. But to, to keep holding this over your head is not appropriate. And it, again, it's a form of bullying and harassment. But the reason why that's important is because by being put in this position, you can actually consider yourself as terminated and, and, and again, it's a constructive dismissal and get severance. So rather than wait every day for that ax to fall, you may say, well, no, by doing this, by bullying me, by threatening me, by making my life miserable, I now am treating 
this situation is a termination of employment. Now you have to pay me my full severance. So if the company really wants you gone in that situation, give them what they want, except on your terms, on your timeline, right. it would be completely inappropriate for a company to behave that way. Let's get to one more here before we wrap. Uh, brother Jack, uh, Jack's got some great options here from his employer. He says, I was just told, Lior, that I either have to A, take a pay cut, or B, go on a temporary layoff for three months. Do I have any other options here? You absolutely do, because neither of those things are something that your employer is allowed to do. Your employer is not allowed to to take give you a pay cut, and because again, constructive dismissal. Anytime your your compensation changes, certainly if it's in a in a meaningful way, that's a constructive dismissal. Same thing with a temporary layoff. Temporary layoff is a one hundred percent pay reduction, so it's even more illegal. Remember, an employer does not have a right to put you on a temporary layoff. You can choose to treat that as a termination. So that's the third option. You can say, I'm not doing option one, or and I'm not doing option two. And if the company uh, chooses for you, they say, well, then we'll decide for you. We'll just put you on a layoff. You can then say, no, wait, that's a constructive dismissal. By putting me off work, by putting me on a temporary layoff, that's a constructive dismissal. Now severance has to be paid. So don't choose either of those options. Choose none of the above. And if the company backs off and just leads, leaves you be, fantastic. If they reduce your pay or put you on a layoff, constructive dismissal, you call me right away. And there's uh, repercussions if you accept that once, right? Yeah, when it comes to temporary layoff, it, it is very, very bad, or, or yeah. a pay reduction for that matter. For sure. If you accept the pay reduction, you've given the company the right to do it again. If you accepted a temporary layoff, it's even worse, because now, every few months, potentially, they can put you off work for a bunch of uh, weeks and months, because you let it happen that first time. So it's one thing for me to say, your employer is not allowed to do this, but if you let them kind of get away with it, now you've given them the right to do it again. It's not something you want to do. So you're better off to say constructive dismissal. I'm out of here because I don't want my remaining time with the company to be a situation where you can do whatever you want. And we are out of here as well, out of time. You want to carry on the conversation? You got some questions come to mind over the next uh, 24 hours or so? No problem. Voice them, ask them. Use this number, one 855 to get a hold of Lior and his team. The email is help at employmentlawyer.ca. And use the website. It'll answer a lot of your questions even before that phone call. And that would be pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. Free and anonymous. Get on it and give it a spin. And we'll catch you tomorrow at 6.30, another edition of the Employment Law Show. Enjoy your night.